The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Episode 97 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And, and we're, we're the, the Torres Brothers. Brothers. I'm so happy to see you. That's yeah, good to Last see you. Last week too. sucked not being with you. Yeah, I, I know. It was really lame. So. Here's here's the deal with last week, and I know that you already kind of understand, but this is a perspective for people at home as far as like rehearsal schedules for when people are like booked and busy and working for like very professional and very strict theaters. Yeah. The past month, I've been in rehearsals for Twelfth Night. We started, we had one rehearsal at the end of May. And then we just hit the ground running in June. Mm-hmm. Rehearsal six days a week in June. So Monday's my off days. Tuesday through Friday, 6.30 to 10.30. Saturday's 10 to 3. Sunday's 6.30 to 10.30, Monday off. And you, mind you, you, you don't take off of work. And I don't this. take off of work, so I'm we're still working yeah, full time. So typically, my work day will be uh, like... 7.40 to 4 o'clock or so when I get home. I make dinner, and I go right to rehearsal. Like, I make dinner from scratch, go right to, rehe- or to rehearsal mm-hmm. right after. Come home, typically it's like 10.45, if not earlier. Like, I- I've been lucky enough where I've gotten out early at a lot of rehearsals during this process just because of mm-hmm. the nature of the role that right. I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get home it's whenever you get home and you're either wired from rehearsal which happens to me all the time or you're so exhausted you pass out yeah you immediately. pass out immediately and you do that for six days a week so last weekend i uh in particular i had uh things going on after rehearsal i went to ellicottville with uh my in-laws and oh, wow. it was it, it was great it was really really a fun time but, but tiring um, but it was tiring, <laughs> and then we were supposed to record in the morning on Saturday. Yeah. And I just texted you, and I was like, get your sleep. We'll figure something out. And then, tip, like what happens when I say we'll figure something out? We didn't we figure did anything We did not, in out. fact, figure something out. <laughs> That's on me. I should have brought someone on or something, too. No, but... you're good. You're totally fine. Uh, but we're here. I just couldn't we're back. do it without you. I know. I couldn't <laughs> do it without you, either. Um, uh, so, actually, I want to hop into a topic right away. So let's go. You heard the news on me and Tyler's episodes, I'm guessing, right? About which I did. Did you hear the news? I've been, I've been thinking, I've been listening to it 
last week's episode I didn't listen to because you guys talked about Tears of the Kingdom a lot, and I haven't even touched it yet. Fair enough. So I want to avoid all possible okay. spoilers. If you give me a timestamp after we're done recording of when you no, no, probably that's fine. stop talking so, about it. This might be completely new information to you. You may already know this, but okay, we have our Superman and Lois Lane. Did you hear about this? Do we? Yes. Okay. Who are they? Me and Tyler talked about this a little bit. It's David Corn Sweat and Rachel Broshannon. They're cast as Clark Kent and Lois Lane in Superman Legacy. Interesting. These. These are the these are the guys. <laughs> I passed Dan a picture. Okay. He's got a Superman face. That's what I'm saying. It's not a horrible cast. I like it. It's and not just a, just based on the looks. What else has he been in? And it's a young Superman too. Hold on. It looks like a very young version of Superman. Yeah, David Corn Sweat. <laughs> Me and Tyler debated on if that was his name or not. I, I said it, I was like, is that right? And Tyler was like, yeah, yeah, you got it. Let me see. <laughs> Jewish American actor. We own this city, look both ways. Anything big? Oh, he was in the show Hollywood. Who did he create? I've, oh, that, he was, I don't even know that one. I remember him. I like him. He was in House of Cards. Never seen that. I remember Hollywood. I remember him in Hollywood. He was good. And then uh, Rachel Broshannon, I feel like I've heard of before, but I can't. I'm so bad with just hearing so, names. Yeah, like, I didn't know them either. So he's been in nothing big, though? Uh, Is this going to be like his first major breakout role? No, he played the lead in Hollywood. So oh. he like he's had leading roles before. Now what the hell is Hollywood? It was a show <laughs> about actors in the 1920s doing motion pictures for the first time when like the Hollywood boom happened. Hmm. 1920s, 1930s, whether I can't remember when when it was specifically. <sighs> Shit, it's going to bother me now. Because I may be totally wrong, and it may be like the 1950s, and I'm going to look like an idiot, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but he, like, he's, like, sleeping. He works as a gas station attendant. He starts working at this gas station, and the gas station, it turns out, like, women come to pick up men so they, like, have sex with the guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, but, like, that's how... Like, there's some Hollywood people there, so that's how he gets his foot in the door of doing everything. It's it's kind of a crazy... Um, it's a living. <laughs> what's his name uh, from... Oh, Jim Parsons from uh, Big Bang Theory, Sheldon. Really? He he's plays He plays this, like, executive, and he's, like, uh, he's in the closet and is super abusive to gay men, and it's so... He's so good in it. Um, Does he talk oh, like Sheldon? She, Rachel Broshannon, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Who is she? She's in Marvelous Miss Maisel. She's the lead. I have no idea what that movie is. It's a, it's a series on Amazon. It's super popular. Hmm. 
I've never watched it before, but I, uh, I've heard incredible things about it. That's a good pairing. Let's hope that... Wow, David Cornsweet is 6'4". Yeah, see, like, that's Jesus super, Christ. <laughs> You need a guy like that. He's 6'4", oh my lord. That's a is that taller than Eli? Shout out, Eli. Uh, I don't know, he might be 6'5". I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> this shit You're, like, wheezing into the mic again. I'm not wheezing. What? <laughs> I hear you breathing so. Bad. I'm fine. <laughs> One uh, bad choice. That's a show. Yeah, that should be. That should I've be never seen any of these. So, what else do we know about Legacy? So far, have they said anything? Nothing that I no know. No villains. No like. Because you got to start it off. You got to start it off slow. You can't do you either tease Lex Luthor in the first one and do someone else do someone else, or you introduce him, but he's like an overlying guy, and he sends someone to kill Superman. Or you do it's tough. You don't want to do the outer world thing right away too, because like the Zod thing just turned out to be a disaster. Shit was so bad. My and my biggest gripe with that movie is it, it, he takes so long to hone his powers, and then all of a sudden Zod comes down, and he's like, "Oh, I could do it. This is fine." The, okay, so the plot summary of Superman Legacy reads: Superman Legacy tells the story of Superman's journey to reconcile his Kryptonian heritage while his human upbringing as Clark Kent of Smallville, Kansas. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way, guided by human kindness in a world that sees kindness as old-fashioned. So, nothing. The blend of Kryptonian with his real life may tell us that Brainiac may be involved, and that would be a good choice. Yeah, I, I actually... I think that tells us a lot. It does, you know, it does tell us a decent We're amount, supposed but... to see the authority. We know that already, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it, let's hope it's good. I want a good Superman movie I do more too. than anything. I really, really, really And do. I, the way, the way he described it, he's the embodiment of truth, justice, in the American way. Guided by human kindness. That's Superman. It is, yeah, but it, like... Yeah, you could describe him like that, but I think James Gunn is going to look for that kindness. No, and I know? hope so, but, like, the my thing is it tells us nothing about, like... Who What's going on in involved, the story. Who's going to yeah. be playing who, which is fine. Like, that's, that's totally... Fine, we're so early... In this process that we're going to... I'd rather, you know out. what, to be honest, I'd rather know, I'd rather just know who Superman and Lois Lane were. I don't care about anyone else now. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just be completely surprised with the villains, who's cast in the movie. I'd rather be completely surprised. Sure. I know I'm not going to be. I'm going to see something else for sure. But I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. 
But yeah, yeah, I figured we had to talk about that right away. Oh, and one other thing. How are we feeling about Brave and the Bold now? As far as who's directing? Because Flash did not do well. Isn't it crazy that two months ago was the best superhero movie ever made? And now that it's been out for three weeks, it's been radio silence. It's been so bad. Even like I hate comparing everything to this. Do you want the do you want the spoiler? No. Uh are you sure? Because absolutely not. I do not want the spoiler. I do not No, not the big one. Ben, there's I the don't, caveos that no, show up. No. 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 <laughs> I don't Why? Because I don't want you to spoil things for me. It's not. It's, oh, my God. It's this one is, thing. Listen, me and Julie had this conversation yesterday. This is the problem with you millennials, okay? You live in this age right now. Okay, where first if, of all, I'm not a millennial. You, 100%. No. You are 2,000. No, That's a millennial. I'm Gen Z, sadly. Uh-huh. Okay. No, this is the problem with Gen Z. This is then this then I had the wrong label on it. This it, this is me being a millennial talking about you being like a freaking Gen Z, like looking old as hell and dating myself. This is the problem with you Gen Zs, okay? And Tyler, you better listen because you're included on this too. If things have been out for twenty four hours or more, and people don't know like the ending to it. You guys start shitting your pants, like in fear. Like, I can't believe you don't know what's happened in this period of time. Let me live in... No, we don't. Let me live in ignorance. What the fuck are you talking about? All I said was, do you want a spoiler on one cameo? I didn't say I was going to spoil the entire goddamn movie. Tyler beat Tears of the Kingdom in like 24 hours and was like, hey, is anybody else caught up with this shit yet? Yeah, well, I wasn't. Like, it was one spoiler that me and Tyler both found out. That's it. And it's not even a huge one. It's the dumbest one. That's why I figured you'd want to know. No. Damn. I don't want to know shit. I want to be totally surprised when I see this movie. God, totally damn. surprised. Acting like I'm gonna spoil the entire movie, like like you think I've actually seen Calm it. Calm down. You're funny. Uh, like you thought I you, like you thought I went out of my way to see the Flash movie. Wow, I t- I pressed a real button on you right now. You're the one that went off on me. Because <laughs> that's the problem with your generation is things come out and instantly it's a it's like it's not even. I'm saying not not you. I'm saying your generation in general. You come things come out and it's immediately a binge. Like it has to be binged. There's no savoring of things. Like there's a there's a binge of everything, and you have to take in the information as fast as humanly possible. And if shit gets spoiled for you, some idiot when uh, Euphoria was on spoiled the ending of season two three hours after it'd been out. I don't care about that. Yeah, I didn't really <laughs> like. I mean, in hindsight, I don't care that much about that either. To be totally honest. R.I.P. Ash. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. So yeah, it's 
now Brave and the Bold seems a little bit more uh, sus to me. Yeah, it's a little scary for me now. So here's... I wanted to uh, talk about a rumor real quick that I heard on here that I wanted to actually provide some clarity on. Um, So there's been this article going around on, like, nerd websites that there was something in the pipeline... (laughs) For Michael Keaton to do a Batman Beyond movie as Bruce Wayne and introduce a Terry McGinnis movie. (laughs) And now that The Flash did so bad, they're they're doing that. And they said it's according to uh, Michael Uslan, who's like one of the original, uh, like character owners for Batman. Like he's been involved with like every Batman movie. Now, Michael Uslan is wildly accessible on Instagram. Like, wildly accessible. You would have no idea. So somebody in one of the articles tagged him under it and said, is this true? And he said, this is not true at all. And it said, the report said it was according to him. And they said it's not true. There you go, folks. So... I don't think that a Batman Beyond movie was ever in the works in general with him. Like, I, I just don't think... With Michael Keaton? With no. Michael Keaton, I no. I don't think so. I, think, I don't think they pick Michael I Keaton I think in the that. pipeline in the future there'll definitely be something. But I don't think that they... I don't think they were going to ride I honestly think... That. I hate to say it, but I think Ben Affleck would have played the perfect old Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's got a square face. He he does have like a that's, good face. That's what I'm saying. Like he's got the square face like Bruce had. Yeah. So it would be perfect. Yeah. He would have been wildly good. I for that. still think if they went with the Dark Knight Returns storyline, I think Ben Affleck would have been good for that. That would have been that would I have thought been it, way better. I think he would have been good. I, again, I I really only think he did so bad because the writing was shit to begin with mm. you know he was just doing his thing but i you know i digress i don't know i i'm just upset that we were robbed of an amazing batman returns storyline and we got the shittiest batman versus superman movie of all time you mean it's... dark knight returns right what did I say? Batman Returns, oh, which whoops, would be yeah. the no, you're no, good. yeah, Dark Knight. I knew what you meant. I just wanted to clarify for yeah. people that were listening. I forgot to. about Batman Returns too. It's a good movie. That's it's good. It's dark, but it's good. Danny DeVito's in it, so I can't complain. Of course, how can you possibly complain <laughs> about that? Did you see the new Sunny episode with no, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul? Not yet. Oh, I saw like my one God. second of it on TikTok. I was like, no, and I scrolled away. Yeah, I have to watch it. Have you seen any of the new season? No. no ah, no. so good so far. Yeah, I want to. I want to sit down and... So know. far, like, the f- the first episode, the third episode, and this episode were my favorite. They're f- this is the fifth one that's come out so far. But, like, just those two being... I kept looking at the fact that, like, 
Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston are in an episode of <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I'm, yeah. like, cracking up the entire time. <laughs> like, just... How did they get here to this point where they're so big that everybody knows? I wonder... See, I wonder who they were friends with to get them on the show. Like, who knew them more? Who? Uh, so, my, who do you think knew them more? Rob, Charlie, or Glenn? If because, I had to guess, I'd say Charlie. Because I think... Yeah, I think... The straight ball answer would be Rob, but I think it might be Charlie. I think yeah, it, I think it is Charlie. I don't know how, but I I feel like Charlie and Brian Cranston would vibe. That's really what well. I was thinking, and that's that's honestly like I feel like they met somewhere, and like they. Got to talking, talking, and they probably talked for like an hour straight. Like I, I feel like Brian Cranston's that type of person. Or it could be they all just reached out. Who knows? Yeah. But I really think one of them was like, "Hey, I we should reach out to this guy." Those two specifically. So oh good. my god, so funny! One of the best shows of all freaking time. Well, between Malcolm in the Middle and and Breaking so Bad, funny. I had to show. Uh, I had to show Julie an episode after <laughs> after we watched that one the other day. I was like, now I'm in the mood to watch Malcolm in the Middle, so I put on an episode of it. That show is so, so goddamn good. funny. So good. The Bomb Squad episode. Oh, my God. It's our life. It literally is. <laughs> it's our life, except the mom and dad have to be flipped Swapped, around. Yeah. Yeah. Except, you know what? Dad had a lot of moments like Brian Cranston has in that show. Like there were a lot of things that like we had like Better boys not let like Dad hear you. No, say there that. were just no no no. There were just a lot of like the boys' nights and stuff that we had. Oh, Dad yeah, was very yeah. much like that. Like he very much had that sense of like, all right, let's have fun. One like my, like let's go. One of my favorite ones is um <laughs> and I don't know why it reminds me of Dad. But it's when um, it's when he goes to change the light bulb, and then while going to change the light, light bulb, he hears the, squeak, the drawer yes. is squeaky. So he goes to fix the drawer, and he grabs something else, and he hears something <laughs> wrong with that. And then he goes, and then he He's goes to his car, car. <laughs> and Lois is like. Hey, did you change the light bulb yet? And he goes, what does it look like I'm doing? And he's wheeling himself out from under the car. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's, so, it's such brilliant. a good show. It is. It's such a great show. Uh, have you watched all of this season of I Think You Should Leave Yet? No. Oh, my God. You have to watch that show. It's not so the good. new season. No, it, take, it takes like an hour to get through. You gotta just watch it. It's so stupid. <laughs> I keep quoting all these stupid parts from it. Uh, do you know the one? Uh, so wait, is the drive-through one from season three? Yes, I've seen that on TikTok. Fifty-five burgers, fifty-five fries. <laughs> yeah. Please, please, let me go first. I'm doing something. <laughs> please, please, let me go. I'm doing something. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And you see the woman back up after 
uh, like after he's like stuck in the line. So like yeah, and she's like, "What's going on?" He's trying to start a pay it forward chain, and she just hits reverse his face. Fifty five burgers, fifty five fries. <laughs> it's like, oh no! He's <laughs> 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 so oh stupid. He's. <laughs> It's so strange with him because his style of humor is almost so predictable that you know, like, what's, what's going to go happen? on. And, like, you kind of know that it's just going to be something wildly dumb. <laughs> but it's still, like, it still gets you. It's so stupid that it gets you every time. Every time he does this one called Driving Crooner in the first episode, and it's the stupidest thing you've ever seen in your life. Where he's like, it starts out where they're in an office, and uh, they're like, Oh, did you hear this person got a DWI or whatever? And they're like, Yeah, like, I wish he would have like said something to one of us. And uh, Tim Robinson's like, Yeah, he's like, He's like, If any of you guys uh, ever get in a situation where you need a ride, call me. He's like, I'm serious. Put my number in your phone right, right now and call me if you ever get like that. And so it, it later it shows one of his friends from work leaving a bar. And uh, his friend is like, are you going to drive? He's like, yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'll, I'll see you later. And he then the guy thinks for a second and he calls Tim Robinson. Tim. And Tim Robinson pulls up. He's like, yeah, I'm glad you called me. And he starts putting on like, like big band jazz music. And he's sitting in the driver's seat doing this. <laughs> and there's like a a trumpet decal on the on the car window. And he's going he's going, Fuck, she's trying to ruin it, fuck and he's like speeding up. It's it's so like and then he's going, I'm the driving cruder. Bet you didn't know you were driving with the driving cruder. Gotta find a way to make money off of this. It's so stupid. It's so stupid, but it's it's brilliant at the same time. Uh, Julie and I also watched this comedy special by this guy John Early. It's on HBO Max. It was super super funny. He has a band he incorporates into it too, and he just like. So he's the guy in season two of I Think You Should Leave when they're playing the the credit card roulette at the restaurant and they pull it out and he's like, I'm not paying that. He, that guy. It's that guy. And then after he's like, fuck, I should have said, I should have made something up. <laughs> that guy. He has a whole, he has a whole special and it's hilarious. Oh my God. He uh, so he's like he's incorporating songs like here and there so and then like doing stand up and then he'll like do a song and at one point he goes um, he goes let's do some Britney and, and the the crowd and the crowd starts cheering and he's like all right so we know Britney's whole catalog up here um, the whole the band is like queued up and ready to go they're ready with anything all I need from you guys I just need you to give me one Britney song. I just need one Britney song. And someone says one and he goes, okay, I'm going to say it again. He's <laughs> like, I need you guys to give me a Britney song. Like one Britney song. And someone goes, toxic. He goes, 
okay, you're not listening to the question. He's like, <laughs> I need to give you a, a Britney song. And then eventually he goes, okay. Uh, he goes, I'll give you a hint. Third album, third single. <laughs> like someone finally goes, well, wait, overprotected. He goes, let's do overprotected. That's funny. It would be like if you were like, I, I'm ready to go with any Eminem song. I just need you to give me one right, Eminem song. one, and then just keep. Lose yourself. Yeah. Okay, you're not listening no, to me. Not. I need you to give me another. Just another, yeah. Another, another. That's funny. Go until they get to Rain Man. I'm like, <laughs> let's do Rain Man. That's my oh, one of my favorite God. songs of his of all time. Do you know that one? Yes, I do know Rain It's Man. so stupid. It's the stupidest <laughs> thing. It's mine and Dave Brick's song. Oh, yeah. Like, that's our, like, anthem. <laughs> so, like, every once in a while, I'll text him, like, some of the lyrics to that song. and, and, and I'll, Or I'll... Uh, I was watching when I still lived at home. At one point, uh, I was just cleaning my room or doing something. Yeah. And I have such a massive Eminem nerd that when growing up, I got two DVDs of his tour. So I got his Madison Square Garden tour and I got uh, or I got his Madison Square Garden stop um, on the whatever tour the the curtain call tour was. Mm. Um, and then the one from Europe that he did. And I put the Madison Square Garden one on. And he does Rain Man on that. <laughs> and I took a video of him doing the opening to it, like the lead up, because he's on stage with Proof and he's going, he goes, he goes, yo, Proof. And Proof's like, what up, man? He's like, I don't want to go by Eminem no more. He's like, what do you mean, man? Oh, and then he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, He's like, and I also, I don't want to go by Marshall Mathers anymore. Or, or no, he's like, I don't want to go by Slim Shady anymore. Proof's like, Slim Shady, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't want to do that? You don't play it into it or whatever. He's like, you know what? I've been thinking about it too, and I don't even want to go by my government name of Marshall Mathers anymore. And Proof's like, man, it's like, what you want to go by that? And then he goes. Rain Man. And then the beat kicks in for it. And, like, of course they get, ah, uh, I... I feel like I've heard that before. I've seen... <sighs> I've seen Eminem twice, which I'm so blessed to be able to say. But he because, Rain Man. No, no, no. I, not even that. Oh, okay. I am so blessed that I've seen Eminem twice. Because people can't even say they've seen him once. People can't even say they've gotten close to seeing him once sometimes. Mm-hmm. I wish so badly I could have seen him in Proof when Proof was his mm-hmm. hype man. Because every time I've seen him, Danan's been there, and Danan is excellent. Like, he's... he's Right, but you always the, wanted to see Proof. But I just, like, Proof is his, was his best friend. Yeah. Like, that's what you would want to see. Like, you want to see, like... Yeah, the sure. the classic pairings of that because you could just tell when I would when I would watch their shows they were just having the best time doing them mm-hmm. like they were just on stage having fun every single night and they do that now but like it's in a different way it's just a different yeah. vibe like other than him yeah. but rest in peace it's the same way like I wish I could have seen Joey Badass and Capital Steez together because mm. Steez died way too young yeah. Way too young. Yeah, I think I'd he was like... Joey Badass. I think he was my age. 
If I see Joey Badass and he doesn't do Devastated, I'd break my heart. It would just tear me to shreds. There are some that, like, I know he would never do that I would love to see him do. I would love... I would love Devastated, um, Christ Conscious. Um, Have you ever heard the Death of, uh, Death of YOLO? Yeah, that would be a good this one. This is the song I wrote when I die. I love that song. Um, Rockabye Baby with Schoolboy Q, but I know that would never happen. R.I.P. Stilo is one of the hardest songs to listen to. Tyler had a so hot beautiful. take last night. I need to hear I need to hear your opinion on this. I'm sorry. About Tyler R. had a hot take on this. No. Tyler has a hot take that schoolboy Q sucks. He's fallen off for sure. He has not. Where is he? Where the fuck is he? He's is, doing his own thing. I, he's supposed to be releasing an album this year, but like I'm annoyed. Like, where the fuck is he? Come on, Q. I want music from him. He's doing his own thing. Yeah. No he one doesn't was suck. A- everyone was asking where Kendrick was. You can't listen to the Oxymoron album and tell me Schoolboy Q sucks. That's like... That's, that's what I'm saying. That's first and foremost. Like, you can't do that. That's what I'm saying. Every album has its own feel. Crash Talk's probably the worst out of all of them, if we're being honest. I like out Blank Face. Them, yeah. I, I like Blank Face a lot. I love, 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 love playing face. Um, oh shoot, what's the? I literally face? think it's because I'm. Set I like Schoolboy Q. I think it's because I like Schoolboy Q so much that Tyler's like he sucks. I all I feel that <laughs> way sometimes about some things with Tyler. I really do. The whole Grimes thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's speaking of though, I don't want to delve into this. Too much because I know you guys are going to get into it tomorrow on okay. on your show. But I just want to touch on the fact that Uzi has probably album of the year right now, hip hop wise. Uh, yeah, because there's no other competition. Not really, right now. So yeah, right now there there's been Tyler's really nervous for Travis. It's going to be good. That's going to be very really good. nervous though because he um we talked about it one one bad song on that album man and people are going to go berserk and be like oh he sucks he sucks so it has to be like the perfect album right now correct so um yeah no i but that, anyway yeah schoolboy q does not suck tyler you suck Loser. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you. Uh, no, I, I... I'm trying to think of what other competition there would be other than... This year? Drake and 21's album came out this year, right? No. No? Oh, that was did last it? year? I have no idea. No, I think it did. I mean, yeah. Hip Hop albums released in 20. Because now I gotta look. I have to have like a reference. Oh, College Park was really good. College Park is probably gonna be album of the of, uh, of the year. Alchemist did have a good album. Ugh, Shrem was terrible. Shrem Life Four was absolutely awful. 
Ice Spice? No. Album of the Year? No. Munch, Song of the Year? I'm gonna... If they give it to her, I'll... I'll... I'm not gonna say that. I don't know if you saw, though. She uh, performed at the BET Awards, and she actually killed her performance. She was fantastic. I don't like Ice Spice. You can hate all you want. She's going to be around for a while. I will. I'll hate as much as I want to. I do not like her. She's... I do not like her. She's carving her spot. Her flow is so dumb. She got a a bad flow, but... She just talks. She's talking fast. Anyone can do that. (laughs) You know I do what I want. Do the dance and I do what I want. Do that and I do what I want. Anyone could do that. Like, her flow is not special whatsoever. She brings nothing new to the rap game. All she's still talking about is the same thing that other female rappers are talking about, which is getting... I'm so sorry, Mom. Getting fucked by by big, cool guys and, and not accepting anyone that doesn't have money. And, and belittling men like me that have hardworking jobs and try to make money like that, but just can't. So, no, I don't like Ice Spice. She doesn't bring anything new to the game, and her flow is just terrible. And, and, she thinks she's all that, and she's not. <laughs> she's absolutely not all that. I'm sorry, Mom, that you had to hear that. But that, yeah, no. Ice Spice sucks. And I'm glad, I'm glad she's, I don't think she's a freshman this year. And I'm fucking glad for that. I don't want her to be a freshman. I don't want her to touch anywhere near that freshman class. And the freshman class already sucks enough. I don't even know who's in the freshman class, but it's not even good. I'm just pressing all your buttons today, aren't I? I do not like Ice Spice. I just don't. I don't. I really do not. What about Ice Mike? Don't. Don't. I'm not gonna. (laughs) (laughs) You're that scarred? Actually, Uh, Ice Mike was better than Ice Spice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, definitely fair. Uh, Yeah, and Taylor Swift bought her out on her tour. Why? Why? Listen. Why? Well, they premiered a song together, but it's just, why? Going back to the Uzi is goaded forever <clears throat> because of the fact that he sh- sampled <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura's entire theme for a song. Like, are you kidding me? That's dope as hell. Like, That's the wrestling crazy. nerd in me, like, <laughs> flipped out. And he also, like, so... I, I'm i trying to see how I can flesh this out. <coughs> T- Tyler it, it hurt me a couple weeks ago when he said that he doesn't. he's starting not to like Uzi anymore. Because I associate Uzi with Tyler hard. Oh. Hard. <laughs> hard. There are a couple. There yeah, are a couple. Same here, actually. The three artists I really, really... Um, look to Tyler with when it comes to like getting me introduce them is Travis on well 
I was already kind of into Travis, but like we got way more into Travis together. Um, Uzi and St. John. Like those are the three. The day that me and Tyler listened to Eternal Take, that changed my opinion on hip hop entirely because now I understood what was going on. I listened to This Is Uzi all the time on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, where, where like I'll listen to his stuff. So, like, hearing this album and hearing how much it was made for Tyler, too, specifically, made my heart so happy. Like, that was, like, as soon as I looked at the track list and I saw Bring Me the Horizon and Baby Metal, I was like, beautiful. Here we go. Let's lock it. Then you turn on the album and he (laughs) said... His first lyric is, uh, first of all, Lil Uzi not gay. And you're like, oh, well, we're going. <laughs> we're just <laughs> off and running on this one. And lyrically, uh, lyrically, it's a good album for the most part. It's all Th- right. That, that stupid sound effect he does is weird. But I'm also like, this is hilarious because, like, you're just like a little gremlin. He's like running trying around. to scream and it's cute. It's almost, it's almost like a little kid trying to be emo. It's like, aw, okay. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not going to delve much into this because you guys will no, yeah. delve in um, a lot tomorrow on yours. Um, I was, I guess, invited Narwar over to play video or Yeah, to play video games mm-hmm. at his house. Um, I will say, these are, the, these are the two things I will say. One, I don't I was, know where the freshman class is. Fucking, I'm gonna. Uh, one, I was disappointed with the Travis track. Thought they could have done a little bit more with it. Um, I thought they had such a good beat, and they didn't fill it as well as they possibly could have. Um, but on the other side of that coin, "Days Come and Go" may be my favorite Uzi song ever made. I don't know why, but it's just like. His sound is so perfect on that song in particular, and it makes me feel nostalgic. That, oh, shit, why am I feeling emotional today? (laughs) That immediately snapped me back to my work days with Tyler, that song. Like, and not even based on some of the lyrics, because I don't even necessarily know if it's, I've listened to it a couple of times, but, like, I don't know if it's necessarily a love song or not. But, like, even just the title of it, like, the days come and go, like, that nostalgia of it, like, always sticks with me. So, Ty, thanks for getting me back into hip-hop, because, like, that I needed in my life. I needed music back in my life again. Nice. Um, yeah, other than that, I've been listening to... Uh, I listened to Trippy Red's new single, not this past week, but the week before. Um, and I really, really liked it. I liked the... It wasn't bad. Took my breath away. I liked that song a lot. Um, it was all right. I like the hook. I think that's what draws me in. I like the airiness of the beat, and I like the, the hook okay. um, when it comes to it. Um, I also really enjoyed um, Sabotage, which is the Kenny Hoopla track with Travis Barker that he did. Oh, okay. I'm not a huge, I'm not super into Kenny Hoopla, but like, 
I'm not big on Travis Barker anymore either. His producing is good, but drum lines are dope. Yeah, drum lines are good too. Like that's that's the thing you can't ignore. Is like it's just he's he's just Travis Barker would be like working with few people, and now it's like he works with everyone. Did you ever listen to um, Can the Drummer Get Some? That album he did where he had like a bunch of rappers on and like a couple of different. No, I've heard about it. He had Let's Go off of that, which was like the big single off of it. That was Yellow Wolf, Busta Rhymes. Uh, I, I have Lil John. Where, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. That's him. Lil John, yeah. Realize that, no, uh, I didn't realize that was Travis Barker. Yeah, yeah he's doing the whole. That was the, he's doing the whole drum line, and I think the guitar is in the background. I'm not fucking sure. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I forgot about that song. I love that. I love Psycho White. Do you remember Psycho White? The 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 EP he did with Yellow Wolf. It's like five songs. Maybe. Ah, that was good. That was really good. Tyler, you should listen to that if you've never listened to that before. It's got maybe one bad track on it. Hmm. Whistle Dixie is off that, and that has one of the best whistling beats I've ever heard in my life. The first time I saw Yellow Wolf, so I saw him twice. I saw him once with Carly, I think, and then once with uh, John. John. And the first time I saw him, Psycho White was, uh, or um, Whistle Dixie was the first thing that played. And uh, he, because it has this really, really eerie, like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that starts playing. And, like, the curtains were drawn at the ballroom. And, like, all of a sudden you look. And Yellow Wolf's face is just peeking out of the curtain, <laughs> like, <laughs> smiling. He's just got his shades on and, like, he's that just like, ah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a real good EP. That, that came out the week I saw, the week after I saw him, I think. I think, like, he played all the songs from it, but, like, prehand, except for... Damn. It was it was really really good. <coughs> that show was one of my favorites ever that I've been to. Cause Ritz was on it too, and him and Ritz together were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, can the drummer get some? Had Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Swiss Beats, Game, Pharrell, Lupe Fiasco, RZA, Raekwon, Tom Morello. All these like good features: Snoop Dogg, Ludacris, E Forty, Dev, the Cool Kids, Slaughterhouse, uh, yeah. Yellow Wolf, Twista, Busta Rhymes, Lil John, uh, Transplant, uh, Transplants, and Slash. So like he had people from everywhere: Cuddy, <coughs> Tech Nine, and Bun B, Beanie Siegel, Bun B, and Kobe, and Cypress Hill. Like that's a good list. Yeah. I don't Not know. A bad list of people. All right, uh, we've got, what, like 40 minutes or so left? Do you want to go through a little bit of news, maybe? I don't know if you have any. I guess. I guess I can find some news. I haven't been reading anything comic book-wise. I've got to stop in. Yeah, i got to start reading some stuff. i got to catch up um, on certain things. Um, this I'm sure you're happy to hear. Um, Chadwick Boseman is 
uh, to receive a posthumous star on the Walk of Fame. I'm so happy about that. So. I saw I saw that news as well, and um, I had actually shared that on like my mm-hmm. personal pages and stuff too. What a guy! Well, he just yeah. he, he absolutely, absolutely, oh, absolutely, one hundred percent deserves it. I watched that dude work his ass off in Hollywood, work his ass off. And now he's leaving a lasting impression as one of the greatest superheroes of all time. He's so. he played such a great role. Yeah, I miss him. Um, did you watch the Adult Swim's My Adventures with Superman show? I was very curious as to where you were going because I heard adult and there was a pause. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Um, no, I did not yet. No, uh, IGN gave it an eight. So it's actually, it sounds like it's a pretty good show. I'm going to check it out. It has that kind of art style. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. So. I do like that style. <clears throat> I'm going to check it out, let you know what I think of it. But it looks like it's pretty good. It looks promising. And all of DC's animated stuff is usually really good. So Yeah, typically. Yeah. Good. A new restaurant is making Lego-inspired burgers. Ooh. A pop-up restaurant in Los Angeles called Brick Burger will be serving a Lego-inspired burger and a Lego-inspired restaurant with Lego-inspired decor. Also, it's a build-your-own burger, which is a nice touch. That's cool. Yeah, very nice. I like that a lot. Um, Any kind of good burger, I can always get behind. Absolutely. Do you make your own burgers at home? No, I should more. You'd be shocked with how easy it is. It's super e- I know how to. It's super easy. It's just I never buy the meat. Yeah. You know. Buy the meat. I should. Dude, you it, like just keep it in the freezer. It's it's so convenient to just do. It is. Especially right now. <sighs> Bro. <laughs> yeah. Um newcomer AEW Fight Forever. IGN gave it a six. It's not bad for their first like, video game, I guess. Its unrealized potential feels like the story of AEW. <laughs> Fight Forever. Wow. Fight Forever has, as a whole. Um, so much of it feels like a very good start going full gear with bouncy animations the quick pace of the action and fun and effective character design. But almost all of its good ideas are hampered by bugs and opaque or out or outright useless systems. That's what the fuck does opaque mean? Opaque? Opaque. Is that is that what they're it's saying? It's a Q it's O P A Q U E. Yeah, yeah. Opaque. It's okay. like. It I'm sounds like to get a K? the actual weird. definition of it, so I don't. I'm not smart, man. Oh, okay. You want to know something crazy? Yes. Um. Not able to, to f- see through, not transparent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks to the events of Final, Fantas- Final Fantasy 16. The title of the strongest mage in Final Fantasy. The title has been stripped away from Donald Duck. 
Donald Duck was the most powerful mage in Final Fantasy. Isn't that kind of fucking crazy to think about? But thanks to Final Fantasy 16, if you guys could they see my stripped face it away right from him. <laughs> I was shocked when I read that Donald Duck is no longer the most powerful mage. And I had the same exact reaction as you, which was, he was the most powerful mage in Final Fantasy? <laughs> what? <laughs> he which is just fucking crazy to me. Kingdom Hearts. What the hell? I can't believe they, it. They fucked up the whole algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> they fucked up the whole algorithm. It was just like, are you serious? Oh this is my real? God. That's so, hilarious. I actually started playing the demo for Final Fantasy 16. It's a lot of fun. Good. I'm actually, I'm really invested in the story. I I can't buy it because I'm broke, but I'm really interested in playing it now because that the game looks I can't really stop good. Fucking laughing! If you <laughs> the demo is completely free and it it's the prologue to the story, so oh. if you can download it. But yeah, um, let me see. That's so fucking funny. Oh, I. That's know. like when you find out about. Uh, I, I don't think it's still true, but at one point, like 10 years ago, that there was one Pokemon that could inflict an attack if you charged it the right way, where the damage was like fucking 900,000 or something, which was the most that any Pokemon could deal with. It was something ridiculous, and it was fucking Shuckle. Like, Shuckle was the Pokemon that delivered the attack. Yes. Yeah, sorry. sorry, I'm reading on this. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading this. This is ridiculous. So in Kingdom Hearts 3, at what is now a heavily mocked moment, Donald Duck wheels Zetaflare himself. A move. The move defeats the big bad and knocks Donald unconscious. Rightly so, because not uh, no character, not even a spoiler character. I won't say his name. Had been capable of wielding Zeta Flare previously. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. Donald was the most powerful mage in Kingdom Hearts. Okay. So, that, we've got that going for us. That's cool. So this is this is uh, from 2021, actually. So this is still fairly new. Okay. Um, one enterprising Redditor has done the math and managed to calculate the Pokemon with the highest max damage in the Pokemon series. The Japanese media franchise has remained consistent, blah, blah, blah. Uh, over the years, there's been this, this, this. According to post by blah, 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 by... Mix Tony 4869 fucking stupid redditor. <laughs> um, the lowly shuckle, the lowly shuckle has the potential to do over 500 million damage in Pokemon. 
500 million. However, players are unlikely to encounter a shuckle dealing half a billion damage in their games because getting this Pokemon requires a a lot of specific items, conditions, and transferring a shuckle between Pokemon games. The player has uh, has to have a level 100 shuckle, use the Mimic to steal the move Ice Ball from a level 1 Neobat, and use it against them. Ice Ball inflicts damage over five turns with its damage doubling on each consecutive hit unless Holy interrupted. Shit. But Ice Ball's damage is also doubled if the user previously used the move Defense Curl. Both Defense Curl and Mimic can be taught to Shuckle in the, uh, uh, with, a Pokemon, uh, with a move tutor in Pokemon games from Generation 3, um, such as Fire Red, Leaf Green, and Emerald in Pokemon. God damn um, one uh, one problem to overcome, however, is a player cannot have this powered-up shuckle-faced Neobat since the Pokemon wasn't introduced into the game until Generation 6. Um, thus, to get the Pokemon to, with the max damage, the player would have to transfer their shuckle um, to set up this battle. I see. Yeah, but that mm-hmm. was... So, yeah, shuckle... That was That was the thing, is they had to have the items and... The freaking mimic and a mirror. I remember that now because mm-hmm. I actually contributed the post to this website the one time <laughs> when I was living alone. I've got a yeah. That's it was a sad that's time. An interesting. Day. <laughs> it was sad time. It sounds like a great time. To it me. was actually so. I got on this website. I can't remember what it was called, but it was. Um, it was one of the first like websites you could find memes on in 2012, where like oh. people would really create them. Mm-hmm. So I used to, when I found good ones, I used to like contribute them a lot of the time mm-hmm. to like the community. Fair enough. And it was just like they were not as common as they are now. Like at one, it's weird to think about, but at one point you had to go to like specific websites to find good memes. That's, that is funny to think. Yeah. Super weird. Now it's just they trend on Twitter. Yeah, they trend somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Idris Alba became disenchanted with being James Bond when it became about race. It became about nonsense. <clears throat> I get it. That would turn me off from the shit, too. Yeah. That's fair. That's that's not what I would want my focus to be on. No. I was excited for it. I thought it would have been a great Bond. Yeah. But, oh, well. He would have been um, excellent. I think that was last week's news that you missed. Um, they talked about um, Henry Cavill's audition okay. for James Bond. They said, let me see if I can find the quote exactly. Mm, da, 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 da. Sorry, one second. But they said something, they said it was, like, extraordinary or something like that. I can't, yeah, I can't remember exactly what they said. But they were absolutely just floored with it. But he was just a little too young, so they couldn't hire him. Oh, here it is. Uh, Oh, here we go. They called his audition tremendous. Um... If Daniel Craig didn't exist, Henry would have been the perfect Bond. Ugh. He looked terrific. He was in great physical shape, very handsome, very chiseled. He just looked a little too young oh. at the time. Oh, that's sad. It, doesn't that suck? That's 
fucking shit. But Daniel Craig, as much as I love him, he's great. I think Henry Cavill just would have killed it. Yeah, absolutely. He would have been great. Killed it in that role. <clears throat> um, shoot, where was I? Oh, okay. Uh. Liam Hemsworth is reading Witcher books to train heavily in training heavily for his Geralt role. Or Geralt. Geralt. Um, yeah, I don't know if you heard, but Liam Hemsworth is taking over the role for the Witcher. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So we'll see how that we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, I did hear that at one point, but what else do we have? Um, there's a Barbie Malibu dream house that randomly popped up out of nowhere. Uh, Pepsi-flavored ketchup will be available in select baseball stadiums on July 4th. Hmm. Interesting. Don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but we'll see. Uh, Blizzard revealed the Diablo 4 hardcore heroes statue. Uh... I think that's, yeah, the, where it has the name of the first thousand players to hit level 100 on hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony accidentally reveals Call of Duty is worth $800 million to PlayStation alone. $800 million. To PlayStation alone. Damn. Alone, man. That's not Xbox. That's not Activision. That's just to them. Holy Damn. Shit. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, Squid Games increased Netflix's value by almost $1 billion. Its creator received virtually nothing. He didn't get shit. That's why the writer strike is going on right now. The new report details how Squid Game creator Huang Dong Hyuk lost the right to his creation, which made Netflix close to $1 billion. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. Uh, Anthony Mackie wanted to be Black Panther before securing the Falcon role. (laughs) I get that. But he's a way better Falcon. He adds something to Falcon. Yeah, he's way better. Uh, they gave Witcher Season 3 Volume 1 a review. They gave it a 7. Dang. It's not bad. Um, Xbox made a fancy controller out of actual jade. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty. That's yeah, not bad. Uh, it commemorates Wulong fin- uh, Fallen Dynasty. I actually do want to check. That game looks fun. I do want to check that out. Um, so the new Final Fantasy 16 game, it's, a, like I said, extremely fun. God of War is more of an RPG than Final Fantasy 16 is. Mm-hmm. Uh, ironically, the RPG, the RPGification of action games means genre samples like God of War and Ghost of Tsushima offer more opportunities to tailoring a combat style to a specific play style than Final Fantasy sixteen. In other words, God of War and Ghost of Tsushima, you have different ways you could actually fight, where in Final Fantasy sixteen, there's one straightforward way to fight. Yeah. That's it. 
There's no other styles. It's just one straightforward way. Um, the Sims 5 will seemingly adopt the Fort- a Fortnite monetized model. So the characters in Sims will look like Fortnite characters, pretty much. Okay. Uh, the trailer for Dune Part 2 came out. I didn't check it out yet. I haven't even seen Dune. Yeah, I said that's one I still have to watch. Uh, a trailer for I think it's a game, Blade Runner twenty twenty three. Looks pretty cool. I might, excuse me, I might check that out. And looks pretty cool, but who knows? Um, a scrapped Bubba Fett Star Wars movie was borderline rated R. Dang. James Mangold said he scrapped Star Wars films about Boba Fett was more of a borderline R-rated single-planet spaghetti western that probably wouldn't have fit in what Disney had planned for the franchise. What's a spaghetti western? I I forgot what it is. I know the term, but I forgot what it means. A spaghetti western is... Like a classic western? I just can't remember. It's like the uh, a movie about the, the old west made in Europe. Like they oh, make them cheap in Europe. Uh, yeah. Oh, spaghetti western, yeah. European western. Typically okay. by Italian producers. Yes, by so that makes sense. Western. Yes. Um, the so Mandal- there you go. If yeah. you didn't know that yeah, at home, you learned know that, learn that yeah. today. That is what a spaghetti western that's, is. That's what we try and do here on YAO. <laughs> we try to be educational. Uh, the Mandalorians, uh, the Mandalorian, John Favreau says Din Djar wasn't designed to be Star Wars's Aragon. Interesting. He wasn't designed to be like that, but just just happened to happen that way. If you look at the clues, it actually hopefully makes you reach to a conclusion of where he of where we went because if you notice from the first time he uses the dark saber, it's heavy for him. Even even the armor tells him that. Hmm. Hmm. Um a new avatar game has been announced. Did you hear about this? Like Avatar, the one I care about? Or? Yes. It's a co-op Avatar game. Oh! You play as Aang, Toph, Sokka, and Katara. I don't know about Zuko. I'm guessing they will. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking at... Oh, whoa. It looks like there was a really good Korra game. Hang on. Let me see what they say. Quest for balance. Quest for balance. Will they finally get it right this time? Let's freaking hope so. There will be nine playable characters. Oh my god. And it looks like they go through everything. Like there's Sokka wearing the war clothes and everything like that. So. I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm pretty nervous actually. I'm excited though. It looks like it's gonna be good, right? So I'm excited for that. We'll see what happens. Um, 
the Game Boy that survived the Gulf War has officially been retired from Nintendo New York. Aww. In 1991, the original Game Boy was nearly destroyed in a... In a... Oh, my God. In a barracks bombing. During, I had a stroke for a second. <laughs> you, you during the Gulf War and has long been exhibited at New York at Nintendo New York. An employee recently confirmed it had been returned to uh Nintendo of America's headquarters in Washington state. Very nice. I did not know that happened. That's very cool actually. Yeah. Um a movie Silo came out. It got an 8 I don't know that one. Um, Alan Arkin has passed away at the age of 89. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, his best known works, is he's an Oscar winning Oscar winning actor for Edward Scissorhands, Little Miss Sunshine, and, and Argo. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So rest in peace, Alan Arkin. <sighs> Sad loss. Um... I'll I'll ask Tyler. I'll save that one for Tyler. Uh, The Magic the Gathering's 2 million Lord of the Rings card has been found. Magic the Gathering's 2 million? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. It's a $2 million card. Dude, can you It's the one ring. Yeah, I know. Can you really? It's insane. (laughs) Shit's crazy. I'll tell you where it was. Not here. That's why I didn't look for it. Um, the internet embraces Barbieheimer. I do too. I embrace Barbieheimer. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I'm. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, baby. Let's go. So you didn't hear the last episode, but me and Tyler talked, and we pretty much have a confirmed day for Travis's album. Yep. And that's the same day that Barbie and Hoppenheimer come out. So it's going to be one crazy day Yeah, for it's going to be wild. <laughs> um, Marvel uh, includes a nod to Netflix's Daredevil in the last Secret Invasion episode. Ooh. That's cool. I don't care, to be honest. It's not it's not real Daredevil content. Um Crash Team Rumble is a game that came out. I'm guessing it's a fighting game. Like uh um like what do you call it? Like a Smash Bros kind of game, but yeah. with crash characters. That's what I imagine. It got a seven. Seven? Yeah. That's not bad. That looks fun. Um Google reportedly is testing letting people play games on YouTube. Ooh. I like it. This new product from Google is reportedly called Playables and would let the user play games instantly through the YouTube app on mobile devices as well as on desktop computers. Interesting. And... The Megalodon was most likely warm-blooded. Damn. According to the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, Megalodons were at least 
partially warm-blooded in regions like their brain, digestive system, which allows them to grow to their massive size, but left them vulnerable to environment environmental changes. Very nice. Yeah, that's it. That's all the news I got. That is some good news. Yeah. Um, I did forget. So, two movies I watched recently. I watched uh, the new Evil Dead. Uh, terrifying. Really good. Really gory. Really fucked up. Okay. Really fucked up. Great movie. <laughs> like, like, real good movie. Um, uh, sorry. No, what happened? Um, 19 hours ago, Australia, it's Australia, legalizes psychedelics for mental health. That was probably bound to happen. They've been working on that for years, actually. Wow. Believe it or not. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a wasteland down there. That's what happens when you... Use an entire continent as a prison colony. Like, shit. <laughs> All right, then. You know that's how Australia started. Yes, right? yeah. yeah, I do know that's how they started. Uh... Yeah. Degenerates. Um, and then... Um, Julie watched half of Mononoke. I showed... We gotta finish. Did no it. one watch that whole movie? Tyler can't watch no, the whole movie. We were, she can't finish the whole movie. Come on. She man. was uh, no. We were uh, we were getting tired, so she wanted to finish right. it at a, at a date where she could. She was into it though. It's better than Tyler's excuse. No, which was I can't hear it. No, she was into it. Turn it up. She <laughs> thought she thought it was like. She was really into the style of those. I, I should have kind of known that she would. Not be as she loved the music, like she loves the music first and foremost. Music's but then, like she's watched, she watches a ton of Sailor Moon and shit like that. So I don't know why I thought that Mononoke would be so far out for her because it really That's isn't. Not, not from Sailor Moon, no. Um, so she was, she was definitely into it. We just got to find a time to finish it. We were getting we were getting very close to the end. That movie's kind of a slog too. Yeah, it's a she, long movie. What what has she seen? We are at a Godo's about to uh turn into the demon. That's how far into the movie we are. He just got the he just got um the one wolf out from under the boar. Yeah. Yeah. Um So we're What super other close. Ghibli movies has she seen? Spirited Away. And That's it. In Totoro. In Totoro. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Just, Totoro, Totoro. Just those two. I love that movie. Yes. Um, she is, yeah, if she loves the music in Princess Mononoke, she's going to be blown away with the music in Castle in the Sky. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. she's going to absolutely be floored with the music in Howl's Moving Castle. She's going to love it. I love those movies. They're she so like good. the uh the moment Nago talks, she's like, Oh I was like, Yeah, it's freaky. Nago, is that the disgusting wolf? little oh, creatures? Yeah. Soon all of you will feel my hate and suffer as, as I have suffered. 
I gotta remember I can go that low for voice acting in the I, future. Listen, this isn't a spoiler. This isn't a spoiler. But did you see that reference in Tears of the Kingdom? Yes, I actually I did. It's in the I in, did where the the like the darkness grabs onto Link's arm and in it, yeah, it does the same exact thing. That was cool. That shit was so And that cool. that was like a straight up Ghibli reference. That thing comes through the wall and that music just picks up. <laughs> it's so I love good. That. It's so good. That movie is so good. If Tyler would finish it, he could give an actual opinion on the movie because I won't accept your opinion on it. You haven't finished it. She was into it. She was. She thought it was good. So, good. I, so I consider it a win. We just gotta. We just gotta finish yeah. it at some point. Yeah, she has to finish the movie first. Yeah, she it's a finish. lot. That movie's a lot. It deals with. I love that movie. It deals with gods, like multiple gods. It deals with curses. It deals with people, in, like poor people, getting battered in their towns. I didn't realize. That they're straight up like that it's a Disney movie and they're straight up cutting off people's arms. Well, no, like not even that, but like the fact that like batting people like too. they're straight up just when the the uh, samurais are attacking that one town in the beginning, they're just straight up killing the villagers. Yeah. And like you see, like you realize, oh, bodies aren't getting up, like like they're actually killing them. Like, it looks like they're cutting into one person's back, but luckily it's just, like, a sack of meat they have. But it looks like like they're cutting into their back. Mm -hmm. It's, like, really fucking close. I guarantee you the Japanese version, it could just be their back. (laughs) Who knows? But that movie's so good. Give me the unrated version. I want it. I love one of my favorite sequences is when Yakul gets hurt. Oh, yeah. He's fighting the two guys. Oh my god, that's so cool! The one guy the comes one. at him, and, oh, and he catches. I don't the know. Arrow. Oh. No, not not that one. The uh, the right before oh, that, where the guy's charging arms. at him. I don't know how, but he does this move where, yeah, he flips the blade, cuts his arm, and then he somehow so does good. like a front flip and back flip at the same time and lands i was like what the fuck the best the best part of and that then, the best part of that whole sequence is him catching the and arrow then and yeah the guy back. shoots the arrow at him and like nothing like that's he just a, catches that it that is a disgusting <laughs> that is a disgusting moment it was disrespectful it was disrespectful <laughs> it was straight disrespectful. up fucking you cool. that's why like, i would um they were I, I actually just saw like a post about it. It wasn't like a real thing or anything. But I would have loved if they did a Princess Mononoke game in the style of Breath of the Wild. It would be cool. That would be awesome. You could have all the Koroks would be the little spirits. Mm-hmm. And you could find the spirits everywhere. And then... um you can obviously have Yakul to ride a ride, you know, ride a ride, ugh, ride f- around on. I'm having a stroke today. I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> I can't talk. I see that. But, um, yeah, but you have Yakul. You could use him to ride around on. And obviously, you know, you have the main story missions and what's going on, you know. Yeah. But, uh, 
I would have loved a game like that. That would be so cool. Me too. All right. I got to get on out of here. Yeah. Um, come see 12th Night at Musical Fair. We open this Wednesday, July 5th. We run through August 6th, I believe. The very la- the very first Damn. Sunday in August. Because we're running um, a long time. Wednesday through Sunday shows. Um, two shows on Saturday. Um, two o'clock shows on Sunday. Go to musicalfairtheater.com to get tickets. You and Tyler never responded to me. I said I'm probably going. Probably, but like you got to let me know yeah, so I I'm can put them you know in. Sure like I have going. to put them into the box office. So confirm with Tyler that you two are coming. Saturday, right? Uh, whenever you guys want. Oh, whenever. Okay. There's two shows Saturday. There's a one on Friday. There's one on Sunday. There's one on Thursday. Okay. But like I know that you have rehearsals too. Okay. Um, yeah, I will let you know for sure. Though. Yeah, StarryNightTheater dot com for tickets to Sweeney Todd as well. Oh yeah, um, catch what's going on every Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Unless the file doesn't attach, then it's Friday. <laughs> so annoying. Um, but uh, you could catch Tyler on Noise Candy. I'm sure they'll have a new episode soon based on this new Uzi album that came out. I'm sure they're going to have a lot of talk uh, to talk about with that. Yes, sir. Um, Eat Sleep List will be out this week. Matt and I are celebrating our one-year anniversary of Eat Sleep Ooh. List, which we are so excited about. Um, so we're going to have a good list tomorrow for that. Um, you can... Catch other shows on the network, such as the Starry Night Theater podcast, um, which is killing it right now, um, as well as others. And as always, twitch.tv slash Steve, the number, number four. She's to catch my homie. He should be back to streaming soon now that his life is calming down. Um, but yeah, until next time, we'll end it like we always end it with a one, two, three. See ya. See ya.